repressed in the Midwest. Fun times. Mm, repressed in the Midwest. <laughs> Let's get open. We are recording. We are recording. Cool. Um. So yeah, how sexy was your week, Aaron? Um, I, I, I feel like my week was averagely sexy, standard. Standard sexy? SS? Yeah. No, okay. but, you know, I've been stressing about others. So, you know, like when you're stressing and anxious, like things aren't very sexy. So, so maybe it actually, you know, maybe I'll give it a D plus this a week. D-plus. What? Oh, come on. That's okay. Yeah, my week definitely wasn't sexy at all. Definitely going C minus for this week. We're, you know, we're just coasting, got the average level. Um, I hung out with my mans, but we ate like Philly cheesesteaks. So it's like nothing sexy can happen after that. Like, definitely <laughs> <That's> not. <so laughs> true. I don't you have to like make a choice. Yeah, I mean, some people vibe off of like food fetishes. Like they can like, you know, you can eat the cheese steaks you know like lock link oh, arm. Yeah. Locked arm. like a wedding yeah. or like yeah. <laughs> other like twisted arms feeding each other some philly cheese steaks let the fucking cheese just melt on your titties and... yeah look it off my nipple yeah exactly like you can take that vibe and roll with it <laughs> <laughs> i have like an irrational fear of like sticky things though so i don't think i could actually go through with it <laughs> You a bartender then? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, you're, you're gonna have to get the cheesesteak minus the whiz, like if you don't want that, like <laughs> you know, yeah. Then it's just me, just steak. <laughs> yeah, that does not sound good to me at all. But like, I, you know, if people out there love that, that's great. <laughs> what about you, Jess? How's how sexy was your week? Um, you know. I will have to say it incidentally was uh, uh, an A plus sexy week. And Whoa, I, A plus <laughs> gold star. <laughs> I've had a lot of D rated sexy weeks in a row, and <laughs> out of nowhere, I had an A plus week, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna right. try that out. Um, the podcast actually got me laid. <laughs> what? <laughs> please explain (laughs) damn i knew there was a reason that we needed to do this but like well i was just bringing it up to so i sort of have a really good friend that bang sometimes but anyways um and i was talking about the podcast and I was kind of talking about this episode and like vibes and moods and stuff like that. And then I was kind of talking about Aaron and I's conversation. We, it, we weren't recording anymore. We were just kind of bantering, but um, it, it, like with the theme of today's episode, I was talking about like role-playing and fantasy sort of scenarios. And I brought up how I kind of have this like weird like movie style role-playing fantasy to get like all dressed up kind of like a streetwalker and like meet my man at the motel down the road and like Ooh. pretend it's like a night out and I'm on the job or something <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know 
and it all stemmed off of because I'd been watching a lot of Scrubs lately, and Reed in Scrubs is like obsessed with role playing, and she's always creating these like really weird <laughs> personas between her and her dude, that nurse guy or whatever. But yeah, long story short, uh, my friend's like, yeah, uh, I- I'd help you with that. <laughs> A plus. And then the whole conversation turned into sexy time eventually later down the later down the road in the day. So I consider the podcast having contributed to me getting laid that day. <laughs> it would be kind of weird at that point if you were just like, all right, take this information, report back, like go do <laughs> a report. Oh, yeah. 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 And then I saw a really, really sexy butt in the wild. Me and my friend, the same friend, saw a really sexy butt in the wild from grocery shopping. And that sexy butt was so hot that we both looked at each other and were like, ooh, do you see that? (laughs) Such a fun moment. It kind of brought in a mood when we got back. So... Thank you, sexy butt out there, like from unknown person. Like it was completely just an objectified moment. Like I saw a butt, it was hot, vibed off of it. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely get that though. For whatever reason, this is like super odd, but I used to like think like necks. Like I'd just be like the back of some people's necks are just so hot. So it's kind of weird how just like something can trigger you like that. Sorry, I heard some weird noises. Dude, Minneapolis is... That was my neck popping as I was like flexing my neck out. (laughs) Those traps, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this part might get edited out, but Minneapolis is popping off again. It's frustrating. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, it's kind of a weird scene walking around like casually trying to enjoy a Friday night out and there's like National Guard just casually sitting out everywhere. (laughs) Oh yeah, especially this weekend, lots of protests and stuff. Yeah, same way here. Plus sexy week while like Mm -hmm. essentially in a war zone. Yeah, I know, weird, right? Well, you gotta fucking at this point. The stakes were raised and you're like, well, at this point, it's like YOLO, right? Like, I, I'm just like, now I just feel like the world is crashing around me. So I might as well take all of my sexy opportunities that I can. I don't know. <laughs> Even if it wasn't crumbling around you, like, that's probably the attitude to have, really. Yeah, for sure. But with that being said, I think today... It kind of opens up a good talk. Uh, uh, that opens up for our topic today. Wow, Jessica Mimosa hitting it already. Um, which is the, like vibes and moods, and how do we create those vibes and moods? Are how do how do they get cultivated? What's what is a vibe? What is a mood? What what goes along with that? So yeah, this is a, a definitely a very broad range of things to talk about in this theme, but I definitely think it's worth talking about. So yeah, from there, what do we got? What do we got? What do I got? I I don't have a whole lot. I found most of my research when I was just Googling things online, like I had said earlier, was just 
the most outdated bullshit. Like there was one article that literally was specifically about guys attracting women. And a lot of articles were about guys attracting women. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, uh, you see movie after movie after movie of girls chasing guys. And now it's the other way around on, I don't know. I feel like it is truly more like men are afraid to approach women and especially now, but the article was like, it was definitely like nineties tone. It was like, maybe you can create like nicknames that tease the girl like chatty Kathy or, or wino if she drinks wine i'm like first of all that's <laughs> insult the person to make- yeah. insult the person so let's go back to second grade and let me just like trip you in in the playground and like call you names and do, do you like me now like no that's not how it works <laughs> that's odd like where did you find that um it was i don't think i linked it it oh it was like some lifestyle article or uh, none of these websites are familiar to me at all so there's one for from gq and it is how to set the mood for sex and but it was so fucking cliche like the music and the lighting and it was like movie style i'm like I think a lot of what I was finding online was kind of disheartening because it was really just truly like surface level movie style creation of moods. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that in real life. Like you eat a Philly cheesesteak and all of a sudden you're feeling sexy. Like that's how it really happens. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. And then you just try to fuck with this food baby and you're like, I'm not hot. I'm a whale. But (laughs) I... I do think that there is something to be said about lighting. Like, I don't know, like this past weekend, me and my mans, we went out and we had like a nice little dinner and kind of got a little tipsy. And then I was all like, Hey, let me pull out these frat boy, like party lights. And like, (laughs) that was a vibe. And then I just think back to college, like when those like salt lamps were a thing and just like nothing really beats that like dim, like soft pink lighting. I don't know. That reminds me, Instagram is killing me right now because they keep throwing this advertisement in my face for a golden hour light lamp. Okay. Yeah. It basically creates this like, it almost creates like a sunset in your room. So it's like this kind of circular golden light and it just makes your entire room look like a sunset. It's fucking gorgeous. (laughs) That's amazing. And it's so bad and it's such a fucking Instagram trap and I hate Instagram, but I feel you on that because it kind of does have that warm, like pinkish, like, oh, it's so pretty and I want it so bad. So like, yeah. And like, even I, I mean, like taking it out of the bedroom, even the gym that I work at or work out at, um, they have like a soft orange lighting and like, I don't know, like everyone looks fucking hot in that. And like, you don't have to be worried about like too sweaty or too whatever like I don't know like it just like evens out you know there should not be bright fluorescent lighting at gyms we don't need that like why no <laughs> and we don't Such need a good that point, actually. <laughs> do you even think like have you ever like 
I know. So when you were single, did you go to, do you go to the gym a lot? And if you do, is there ever like moments when you're single in a gym where you like catch someone's attention and you're like, Hmm, should I chase this? Like, does that happen at the gym? Do people pick each other up at the gym? I don't know. I've always read like, that's the number one place to meet someone outside of like a bar or a supermarket. And I see like it in sex in the city, but it's literally never happened to me. Like people at the gym have been like, Hey, you're doing this wrong. Or like your ass is hanging out of your shorts right now, but they've never been like, Hey, what's your number? Oh, it's like, it's very courteous (laughs) instead of like sexual. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rewind the supermarket. Who considers that a place to meet a person? Dude, You just got done saying you saw an ass that like, created a sexual moment at the supermarket i didn't approach them but you could have you missed opportunity for a threesome (laughs) you can't tell me that the supermarket's not sexy when you just got done saying the supermarket was there just happened to be sexy buns at the supermarket i don't know (laughs) you did not purchase them though like you just walked by and said hmm maybe next time next time yeah no, I, I got think- a coupon. Just taking a rain check. <laughs> I mean, I think that lends to the idea of how random that can be. Which, I think meeting people at the supermarket could be dope, actually. Yeah, it's regular people shit, man. Like, yeah, and you see what kind of food they buy, how they take care of themselves, you oh, know? And you're like... I'm starting to get like anxious about shopping now. Like that's like, oh, like there's like just like people like judging me, maybe Even if I'm lucky. <laughs> Even how they present themselves, like I don't know. I've never understood like running out to get something in like complete tragic like demeanor. Like if I'm going market no i'm serious even if i'm in like 2020 wants a word okay go ahead is that not a thing i feel like i always need to be somewhat presentable even if i know i feel i feel like you're probably in the majority there and that there is definitely judgment passed on that but like i said 2020 like you're gonna catch me in my sweatpants i don't give a shit anymore exactly sweatpants to the supermarket but i don't let my thong hang out or have mismatched socks or like you know they don't have stains all over them i'm not like walking around with my hair in this like tousled bun that looks like i clearly got right out of bed and came to the store like <laughs> i mean i think for me it depends if i'm going to walmart crocs and that messy bun i'm hungover as fuck but if i'm going to like giant eagle like I'm going to try to put in some effort, you know? <laughs> I love their, like, levels of, like, <laughs> commerce of which you will try. It's complex. <laughs> like, no, it's true. Walmart, no one gives a fuck at Walmart. Like, the vibe there is come as you are and leave as you are and maybe you leave with someone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we met at a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> The romance start. Could either one of you even rationalize meeting someone to hook up with at Walmart? Like, could it actually happen to you? Probably not. Because every time I've been in a Walmart, it's just the most. (sighs) I I feel like it's in and out. (laughs) I know what I want there, and I don't want anyone to see me. 
<laughs> weird. The Walmart vibe is so weird. And like every time I've gone in one, it's completely trashed. Even recently, I tried to go to the store on Easter and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't realize all the grocery stores were going to be closed at like six o'clock. Like it's, I still need groceries. <laughs> but I had the place that was open was a Walmart and it was fucking trashed in there. There was the produce was just all willy nilly. Everything was a mess. There was stuff on the floor. Nothing was organized. It was yeah, it's always like that with Walmart. I don't know why, but all on right. the topic of Walmart, though, I will say that like dirty, trashy boys are my weakness, and I'm just saying like construction workers, like fishermen, like dirty boys, like those are the kind of guys you see at Walmart. Yeah, my total you, weakness. Yeah, you said that last time. Like those. It's blue, so true, blue though. Collar grubby boys, which is. Ugh. I they like that so actually hard. as a vibe. Honestly, it's a vibe. And they just want someone to take care of. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what, like, so what are your vibes? Like, you were talking uh, earlier about what, like, is not your vibe. <laughs> Me or Ashley? Anybody. Um. Not Walmart. We've established that, but. Sure. I mean, I mean go ahead, Jess. <laughs> go ahead, please. I well I do think like there's something like the lighting I think is so important like that's my number one like I said like the soft pink lighting from like a salt lamp or like you know the frat boy like multicolored lighting I don't know like I just want something that's like dim and soft and like I don't know that like needs like affection I don't know and I just like think back to like an experience I had that's like very like I don't know I had sex with this guy who was like Puerto Rican and he like had a one bedroom apartment where everything was like kind of in one room. And then he had like no overhead lighting. So it was like all dim lights. And I'm just like, Oh, this is so romantic. And like, he had like a bicycle and the bicycle was like in the corner casting a shadow. And Hmm. it was just really cool. And he was like a bigger guy and he was really hairy and we just were like doing our thing and he had like all this like sweat that would like just drench from him and it would like splash on me. And like, this is really graphic, but his sweat would be like so hot and my body was like so cold and it was like a cool reaction. And I don't know. I feel like that's like vibes for me. (laughs) Yeah. Like the dimming of lights, like is pretty common in like the research. Did you find that Jess? Like when you were Um, creating an atmosphere a lot, I mean, a lot of what I was looking at was more just like how to, a lot of my research was um, more just like the initial contact with a potential partner and how to like create that vibe with them to get them into like sexy time. Um, so it was more like the interactions between people, but that's fine. I, uh, to answer your question more personally on what I prefer, I, I know we've always talked about like, I really like to try and finagle my way into getting them back to my apartment. <laughs> Home games. Yeah. Then yeah. you can always kick them out when you want them to leave. Yeah, exactly. And I'm more comfortable in my environment and my for me specifically, because I paint, it's a great conversation starter because we can talk about my paintings and I can kind of like show off a little bit yeah. <laughs> like, 
and get them like all in the mood. Plus I, yes, Ashley, the lighting in my apartment, I have created like very <laughs> lighting and it's not just for sexy times. It's for me. Like I love like a dark romantic lighting just in general. Yes. It makes I totally me, agree. Yeah. It just makes me happy. I, when I move into an apartment, I will most often like unscrew a bunch of the light bulbs in my overhead lights because it's too bright. I'll buy new lamps. I'll change them all out for the warm lighting lamps. Um, yeah, I hate having a lot of lighting, bright lighting. So I love the mood in my apartment just naturally. So Jess, would you say like you're a master of the art ho trope? <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snaps for you, girl. <laughs> I will also say that I want, like, preparation. Like, we talk, kind of talked about, like, I want someone to be, like, cleanly. Like, they put thought into it. But I don't want to, like, know that they put thought into it. Like, I want it to come off as, like, effortless. Mm. Because I did, like, have an interaction where I went over to someone's house. And, like, they prepared, like, a whole, like, charcuterie board for for me and like they had like all this stuff like already set up and I was like I don't like that like this feels like really forced and I'm like have you been thinking about this all day like are we supposed to like do something now because like I thought mm. this was just like a casual hangout and it just like it's kind of awkward hmm. well you you wasted that that poor dude's like forethought like he probably was thinking about <laughs> it all day I mean, I definitely enjoyed it, but like Like, nobody just like randomly, like I I get your, (laughs) your point on like wanting to be effortless and not be forced or like too heavy handed, but are you like really going to buy into the fact that like a dude's making a charcuterie board like every day? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's 3 PM. It's charcuterie time. Let's go. (laughs) You know, that's interesting because I feel like planned sex is always so awkward. It's, oh, God. <laughs> it's the worst. Like, every time I've made it a point with someone, like, we're going to bang today, it never turns out good. It's always awkward. No, don't plan it. It's too much. It you always put it in your bad. calendar? Like, how planned is it? Like, do you... <laughs> no, like... The for me, it's only been like verbal sort of exchange of like, hey, like, right? Like, you kind of like talk about it during the day, or like you sex about it, and then it's like, okay, we're gonna do this tonight, and then you get to tonight, and it's like, I don't, I don't know about this. Like, this is not the vibes. Like, this is too much, too much expectation. Expectation gets filled up. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be like an on the calendar marked event. It's just if you talk about it at all beforehand and then hours passed and you get to the point, it always just feels like forced and planned in a way that like the vibes just don't feel interesting. Yeah. Weird. But that's just my experiences. It's it's never worked out planned for me. It always ends up a little fumbled a little awkward right and then I I mean I don't know the full guy's perspective and I think I probably shared this story before but I did have a guy come over to my house and like we did our thing like it was cool like super chill like we had been like kind of partying before um but like we were both like still like well enough to be like hey we want to do this but he left because I couldn't sleep with him beside me I don't know I just wanted him to leave but he left like a whole bag of condoms at my house and I was like 
bro, like how much did you think we were going to do tonight? Or like, do you just carry this around with you all day? Like, I just didn't like that. The thought of him just carrying this around with him and be like, we about to fuck. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There is like a sort of um, appetite is too big, like situation, like buy, when buying condoms, like yeah, <laughs> that's like a running joke with me and some like friends of mine from like <clears throat> when I was younger. You like go in and buy the fifty pack because like <laughs> that's how like optimistic you are, and then three years later you're blowing dust off of. A, 50 pack of <laughs> right exactly yeah. and yeah. like i don't know i think that just goes back to like i don't know like things like that are planned like are not fun <laughs> no i mean when the mood hits the mood hits organically it's way more entertaining and enjoyable that way so makes it so much harder to navigate which is probably why it's so elusive and it's and it can be it can be cute even if it's like like you know, there was a time where I was not in sexy mode and sexy mode ensued out of nowhere. It just happened. And it was cute because like, he was like, uh, two seconds. Like, let me address the situation down there really quick. Let me clean it up. I'm like, thank you. That's so nice. (laughs) That is very sweet. Like he wanted to be like perfect for you. Well, it's, I mean, I appreciate that. Like, we're about, like, okay, we weren't intending sexiness at all. Like, it got sexy. And he was like, let me uh, just uh, clean up down there really quick. And it was so cute. I'm glad to hear that. That's that's like a massive neuroses of mine. Like, that's something I feel like I need to do before that. So, and I always felt like massively awkward. Well, that used to make me feel awkward because then there's like all of this, there's like a pause and then you're just sitting there waiting for them to clean their dick and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> and mentally prepare, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but no, no, no. no. That just fine. meant that dude was busy earlier doing real like awesome shit. And no, he was like, just that came up and games. <laughs> I feel like I don't do a lot to prepare for like whenever I'm going to like do something with someone, but I don't know, for some reason I do like to have more of like more natural look whenever I like shave stuff off. I don't feel as confident. So like I normally like obviously do some like trimming and like, you know, take a shower, maybe shave my legs, but like, I don't know, like, I feel like I just want to be like natural. Like I don't want to be wearing a lot of makeup. Like, I don't know, just like when I'm getting ready for like a night out or like where I know something is probably going to happen. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I never, I, you know, what's really funny is the nights that I feel like something could potentially happen and I put a little more effort into it. Nothing ever happens. And then the the nights where I go hang out and like, I'm like in total sweatpants, I don't care mode is when sex happens. It's just, I can never, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, you don't. Definitely not. What do you do? Like, even like if you're anticipating it, like, what do you do? Do you have like a preparation? No, the only thing, I mean, it's very similar to Ashley. I just make sure that I'm cleaned up. I just like, I take, I, I make sure I'm showered that day. Um, I usually want my hair not too many days unshampooed. 
exactly. Yeah. You want to be like fresh and clean. Yeah, fresh and clean. Um, I don't really do very much with like makeup, but it's more just like clean and like a nice outfit, you know, um, that's about it for me, you know, and nice underwear. I will plan out my underwear a little bit. Same. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a big sucker for like the matching bra and panties. It doesn't really have to be like long or like lacy. Just, I like it when they match and I'm not even like OCD or anything. I'm kind of like a chaotic person. Um, but I don't know, like, I think there is something to be said, like when a guy is like about to do something and he's like, Oh, they match. Like, I don't know. It can be like exciting. And he knows like you put in the time. (laughs) That's interesting. I never, never, I've never owned a matching set of anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Like I've done it with like one or two guys and like, it's kind of interesting because sometimes they don't notice, but like the guy I'm currently dating, he's like, Oh my God. Like he gets like excited. And I think that's like a confidence booster for me. <laughs> it's... I would say likely that that it, like is a similar occurrence for men. Um, you're not picking your rattiest fucking pair of tidy whities <laughs> Like you're not like, you'll like, even though you're not like, jumping in head first like you're gonna be like um I think it's gonna happen like it's a consideration so it's interesting to hear it from mm-hmm. like a different perspective mm-hmm. yeah for sure um was there any like songs or like places you guys thought of songs for sure I mean for me I don't know like the music thing I'm not really too hung up on the music thing honestly like I I would say 99% of the time there is no music when I'm banging because we're just it just happens spontaneously you know um can music help you get there to that spot though like is it like a seducing agent for you it can be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a particular type of music. It, 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 I think, I think what it all comes down to is there's no like scientific way to create a mood. It literally is just all dependent on the two people involved in the moment that's happening and what's going on in that moment, you know, like, I mean, it can be Philly cheesesteak sweatpants night, or it can be going out on a night out of town. Like, it doesn't matter. It just depends on, like, something strikes you in the moment, and you're with the person, and it happens, you know? So I do think sometimes people overthink it too much, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't want things to be like planned or forced. And like, yeah, like you said, like we've definitely done things with like sweatpants, like casual or like totally partying it up. And like, I don't know, like honestly, the end result can be kind of like similar. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking like Netflix over music, like I definitely want music. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um but there are probably like songs that strike you as just being sexy or like make you feel sexy you know like I have like the worst songs (laughs) when I was like thinking of stuff to say during this podcast I was like okay like what are some songs that I had sex to and that I actually like and it was like FML by Kanye West like that's not a good sex song (laughs) 
but like I don't know like the beats like I, I guess I like things that are more like simplistic or more like more like house music which is like the beats and like you don't have to really follow along to the lyrics like you're not distracted mm-hmm. oh yeah if it's I would most prefer uh non-vocalist type music something that just is like creating sounds in the background um that's why like I hate to put it out there in the world, but that Balam Akab oh. album yeah. is fucking sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made like a short list of songs that I thought were sexy in Balam Akab. Yeah. So, I believe it's Apart is the song. Mine yeah. is, uh, I think, Seabird. I like Seabird's one. I looked at a survey that like did a like a a top 10 um collection of songs that were had sex like people were having sex to the most mm-hmm. like it was like a data collection yeah and it was <laughs> like okay so here's like most of the top 10 four of the songs were the weekend which i can oh my down. god i uh, love that yeah i can get into yeah. that Four of the top ten, like this is all time, all genre. See, it's the beats. You need that fucking beat to stay on tempo. (laughs) Yes, you're totally right. And like, so the four they put in there were often earned it. Wicked Games, which there's another sex song called Wicked Games by Chris Isaac, which I could go without hearing again in my life. Like that's like a common song that people like. Oh, that's a sexy song, and I'm like, no. In the hills for yes. the weekend. There were two from Jeremiah, birthday sex. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no. But um, there was a song called All the Time, which was number one on the survey, which I had not heard, but I listened to before this podcast. And I'll give it the thumbs up. Who's it yeah. by? Uh, Jeremiah, oh, same. I don't know if like, I ever so, heard that. You've heard birthday sex. So he did yeah. that one. And then he did a song called All the Time, which has like, this like tremolo thing going on and like pitch shifting in the vocals and all right i'll stop breaking down the production anyway um number five was uh neighbors know my name by j cole uh i think it's trey songs that did it yeah um and then like number nine was genuine's pony (laughs) really Ew, I puke. Which is which is better known probably to Jess is what I sang at Christmas in Clearwater, Florida to the like group of co-workers that were like it was not sexy. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't know that song sexy at all anymore. <laughs> no, I it just, just think seems goofy. It. That's why I did it. Ugh. That's funny. Really? Huh. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the weekend. When I was thinking about songs earlier, yeah, there are some weekend songs that get me going for sure. Yeah. Um, Anything from Trilogy works for me. The Morning, that's a good one. Mm. Um, but do, so you said earlier that you like tended to go towards instrumental music, which yeah just because i don't is like the type of shit that i would typically play while trying to set a mood yeah i think it's just like more carefree like you don't have to follow along like whatever kind of vibes 
So yeah, the, the weekend was definitely on my list, but like if I was in a movie, like definitely like a nineties, early two thousands movie and like some girl with blonde short hair played me, my sex song in the movie would definitely be like, don't let me down by Dillard and Clark, which is like a seventies song, but I think it's like really slow. It's really sexy. It's just like about like two people like coming together, like, I don't know, vibing. That's my if we ever, if I ever had sex with that song, I would probably lose my mind. Nice. <laughs> you need to text your dude that like immediately. Just no other context. Just send him the song. Just send it like, to him. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, be like, if I ever had sex with this song, I would lose. Or you can say that too. Like, says, de- like, <laughs> like depending on how you know. You can like, make it happen, Ashley, just by yeah. saying that. <laughs> Guess we'll see. I'll I'll give it it's, a go. It, <laughs> It's really that simple. He'd probably probably be like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah. I mean, guys basically will bang for any reason. So you have (laughs) all of the control. We do. (laughs) I would like to listen to this song to fuck to. Okay. It's so funny that Jess says that because, like, we were talking off air about, like, uh, before this uh episode talking about vibes and atmospheres where like it wasn't conducive <laughs> to have sex or like Ooh. something was wrong mm-hmm. and uh just literally gave me like you're already there why don't you just do it <laughs> so <laughs> you like, totally turned into a dude like oh geez what did I do? What did I say? What was that in context? No to? no 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 I was I was referring to a, a point in time where like I was in a situation that was really uncomfortable um, because some information that was disclosed to me before that about like I was playing an away game and um, just talking about like uh, local authorities watching the house and stuff. And I was like, I got to get out of here. But I was telling Jess that Jess is like, you're already there. Just do This just makes me think of a time I had sex on an air mattress because my dude was like moving into his house and he didn't have his furniture there yet. And I was like, this is not the vibes that I wanted, but it was like some really good sex. And then after we were done, like he finished or whatever, he was just like, all right, let's go pick up the pizza. Like, it was just like so fucking casual. (laughs) It's losing my mind. I like, I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I find that the more over romanticized sexy moments for me just don't do it because they're so played out. Like I actually find like the more casual moments like that, like where you're just like, all right, banged on an air mattress, let's get some pizza. Dope. All right. You want to watch a dumb movie after this and smoke a bowl? Sounds great. Oh <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like just fucking casual. Like mm-hmm. it just reminds me of the 500 days of summer, like expectations, reality. Like yeah. Fuck- fuck that like just yeah. fucking live yeah and i think that's i mean i think that's like a good fucking message just in general for this episode is like just live man don't overthink it if you want like just be just say what you want but that that's easier in a partnership when you're already in a partnership you can communicate those things easily but when you <laughs> met someone or you're single it's a whole different ball game. So approaching that, mm, I mean, 
it could still be just like a good communication game. You just got to find the right person that you can just communicate with right off the bat. I don't know. That's, that's, that's where it gets tricky because when you're in a partnership, it's really easy to like make the message of this episode to be like, just communicate exactly verbatim what you want (laughs) from your partner and done easy, but single I think you still need to communicate your wants and needs like exactly as you desire them. It's just, yeah, it just might be harder to like catch someone because you're just going to have to put those vibes out there until a person that can vibe with it back catches catches the bait, you know? So, but I think that would make for a better meeting of anyways when you're just yourself about all of your expectations so exactly. yeah crazy how communication really it gets boiled down to that being such a fucking huge contributor to success in any relationships <laughs> and definitely like honestly easier said than done <laughs> oh, I know but I think it has gotten easier for me personally just because I don't know you for me personally I've gotten to a point where like I don't fucking want to beat around the bush anymore like this is it this is what it is no great next yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly like you've gone through enough bad apples to just lay everything out on the table and it's either take it or leave it this is who I am (laughs) yeah like I don't have time to beat around the bush anymore like I'm fucking over it I'm so fucking over it I did see some survey results from House of Fraser, which is a British retailer. Um, they they surveyed like two thousand women, and they said sixty four percent of those women in their thirties felt sexier with age due to higher confidence. With thirty four being the age that w- they felt sexiest. Oh wow! Oh, interesting. I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm thirty four. <laughs> yeah, I know. Feel it. <laughs> Like, so what is your like ideal sequence really? Like you talked about like, like we had multiple stories related to like air mattress, pizza, like those things, you know, like put, put a perfect encounter together with all the stuff that happens before and after. Shit. I mean, for me, like, this is probably going to sound bad, but I do want like some form of drinking involved, like. Yeah. I don't know. I think you just start like hashing everything out, like, and you get more as the, the day or night goes on. It's like okay, like we're so many drinks in. It's like anything goes, and I don't, I, I don't mean to say that we can't have like perfectly great like sober sex because that totally does happen. Like especially like when it's like a casual movie night, whatever. But I think there just is like a certain like vulnerability that you can reach from like having like that chip off your shoulder, or, like just becoming more comfortable getting on the same level so like for me it's like brewery or going to the bar just like sharing a glass of or a bottle of wine at home like whatever and then it's just like one thing leading to another because like you're on the same page I don't know like for me like that's like the perfect like situation and I don't care like where we go it's just like as long as we're together we're drinking we're like having real authentic conversation yeah I would say for me, it's a very similar experience. I I like a good uh, stay at home and cook together something 
that can be fun. And then you're like listening to music and bopping around the kitchen and helping each other make food and you're drinking. That's like a fun vibe. I like that vibe. Um, I like trips. I like going on trips. I <laughs> that like makes a fun vibe. Like, I don't know. I really, really enjoy like when I get to go on little trips with a guy and we get like a hotel and like we adventure around a city and we like bar hop and explore and then we come back to the hotel and we fucking mm, like that's a fun I like that vibe that's a fun vibe yeah I definitely agree like I like hotel or like Airbnb kind of like intimacies um I don't know like the guy that I'm dating now like the literally the best sex we had was in Florida like in an Airbnb like we just went to a wedding it was lots of romantics drink had a nice little evening came back I don't know it's just something like cool about being in a different city together (laughs) it's cool (laughs) I agree I agree I like that vibe a lot neutral site like yeah you would play play a home game you said you would prefer to play home game and go to a neutral site there is something about that like Mm -hmm. especially when you're outside your city or just outside your like you just have like your body like you don't have your stuff like you don't have your normalcies like I don't know you just have you yeah and you're both in you know you're both vulnerable in a new city together and on the same page with that and yeah I think Ashley puts like a great point on that yeah you don't have there's nothing else to aid you except just you in the moment in the city you know like yeah it's the uh stripped down acoustic version (laughs) you don't even have your friends like nothing like nothing there to aid you in it you're just it's just you and that person like like that's that's yeah that's a fun fucking vibe I love that vibe yeah it's also it feels like a limit like a limitation of distraction too right like you have all the things that you would like normally worry about or give you anxiety like in your own home or in being in someone else's home yeah exactly so that's like vibes man (laughs) vibes man yeah i mean yeah so with that all being said um Send us your, send us your suggestions, your vibes, your stories. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. We want to hear, we want to hear about your cringeworthy or non-cringeworthy moments and vibes. What kind of songs turn you on? Maybe give us some suggestions. I want to hear some new tunes. So repressed in the Midwest at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you would like for us to share your stories on the podcast, let us know. And that that would be dope. Maybe we can compile some stories and do like a, a listener's episode with stories. That would be pretty cool. So let us know.